You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. You can also email us, Locked On Rays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, the Rays did not have a game on Monday. So we figured what better thing to do than to have a mailbag episode. So we put out a call for questions and lo and behold, we are overwhelmed with questions. So we don't even have time to get to all the ones we want to get to on today's show. So, uh, Lau Rakes, Zach Dab, Brenna, John Cook, Darren, we will get to your questions on Wednesday. So just want to throw that out there. And I guess, I don't know how long we're opening this window, but if you're listening to the podcast right now and you're thinking, oh, I might have a question, feel free to email us, Twitter DM, whatever, and we might be able to sneak it in on Wednesday's show after we recap uh, game one of the Rays Nationals game. So uh, without further ado, Here we go, Ulysses. This is what we're looking for. Voice memos. We appreciate and love the voice memos. This one from Jesus Cologne. What's going on, Kevin and Ulysses? This is Jesus, and I have a question for both of you. In the next five years, would you bet on us winning a World Series? I like the level of success we've had so far this year, and I believe that with the young players and the transition that we're doing into our younger players, I think we may be able to get a World Series in the next five years. What do you guys think? Love the show. Okay, so again, Jesus asked, basically, in the next five years, would you bet on us or on the Tampa Bay Rays winning the World Series, Ulysses? I think the window has never been as clear in all of the Rays history Mm -hmm. as it is right now. Not even in 2008, 2010, 2013. The time is now. And it, and that's pretty exciting. Again, the next five years should be really fun if you're a Rays fan. And it already has been fun since 2018. You can't tell me that that season, that wasn't fun. Two weeks before the season ended, this team actually had mathematical chances of going to the playoffs. They ended up with 90 wins. So, yeah, the time is now. If I had to bet, yeah, I do think that they, they definitely have a, a really good shot at it. I think they have a better shot than a lot of other teams uh, about what? 20, 22 teams. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's a pretty long list of teams that are below the race right now. A futures bet. How much money would you be willing to put on that today? Would it be 25 bucks, 100 bucks, thinking about what kind of return you would get on the amount of money you would throw down? Oh, okay. Um, like you're saying right now, if do if I could put down money, money and then right if now, it were yeah. to be okay. Okay. <sighs> You want to put down your stimulus check? You can do that as well. Just put down the whole thing. Ooh. And the return would I think probably be uh, depending on $30,000. It'd be a lot, I would think. De- depending on the uh, on which stimulus check we're talking yeah, about. But uh, I think I would go with 500 bucks. 500 okay. bucks, $1,000, yeah. 
Uh, let's yeah, get your sure. intern program. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's GA, there's all sorts of ways to help you out there. No, I'm that confident. From, I'm that confident. Yeah. Well, I think that a big thing that gives us some confidence is the fact that this quote unquote rebuilding transition year is going much better than I think anybody could have expected. So yes. if you just imagine the development pathways of uh, McClanahan, Patino, Brent Honeywell, and then once we talk about the guys all the time of Vidal and Josh Lowe and Wander Franco, all those guys, and the Rays are at a point where they have enough lower level prospects that they could trade some of those guys to get now ready players if need yes. be they could they could trade their number 19th ranked prospect in their system if it's like okay we need relief help or we need a bench bat or something along those lines uh one thing i would say that i think is important over the next five years for the most part is the front office and coaching staff staying in line as long as there's no major transitions i would think that would be big for the Rays, like eric neander staying in his role, Kevin Cash, Kyle Snyder, having those types of voices continuing with the Rays, I think is important. And I think that's something where we've seen it. Other teams coming in to poach the talent that the Rays have on the front office and coaching staff. You look at the Astros, they have James Click. Uh, you look at the the Red Sox, they have Heim Bloom. Like as long as they can kind of settle that down and keep the main people in place, I think that'll be a big thing as well with that too. Yeah, no, uh, that's a good point. That's a good point for sure. Um, okay, so I, I'd, I'd put, you know, maybe 200 bucks. That, that's okay. about my limit there for right okay. now. Fair. Um, okay, next question. This is a really fun one. You talk about creativity. Uh, Ty McCann hits the nail on the head as far as creativity goes. He says, uh, you want mailbag submissions? You got it. Let's play a little keep trade cut. I love this right here. The Ooh. first two rounds are hitters. The last round is pitchers. Don't feel bad about quote unquote cutting guys. We know you love these guys. It's just for the sake of the game. So first <laughs> round, uh, keep trade cut. We have Kevin Kiermeyer, Brandon Lau, Mike Brasso, Ulysses, what you doing? I think I would, oh, this is a tough one. Okay. But he did say, if we cut these guys, we don't have to feel bad. So there we go. I'm just playing the game time, just playing the game people. Yes. Uh, I am. I'm going to get the most trade value out of Brendan Lau. So I'm going to trade okay. Brendan Lau. And I assume I this is go, for today, right? Yeah. We're making today. this deal today. Yeah. Okay. Cause today. I'm, yeah. you're, I, the way I did this is I also want to win games today, too. Exactly. So, yes. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to trade Brendan Lau, and okay. I am going to cut Mike Brasso, and I'm going to keep Kevin Kiermaier because the defensive aspect of it were, uh, well, the Rays are first in defensive runs saved as of right. today. So defense matters. Uh, so I got to keep KK. Cutting Mike Brasso. I'm really sorry, Mikey. And I'm trading Brendan Lau. Brandon Lau is not a bad defender either. I actually flip-flopped Kevin Kiermeyer and Brandon Lau here. So I trade Kevin Kiermeyer because I just feel like, okay, had enough of the sub 600 OPS stuff. We can slip in Margot, slip in Brett Phillips and be okay at that standpoint. I keep Brandon okay. Lau hoping he uh, returns to his 2020, 2019 self previous the, the best version of himself if you will and unfortunately have to cut mike Brasso. now i i do have a question so what where are you going to get where are you going to put the the bag of baseballs that you get for kevin kiermeyer 
Are you going to put them in the top shelf? Are you going to put them in the closet? Let's just say uh, the amount of money I save, <laughs> I can buy a whole bunch of baseballs. Okay, but there you go. <laughs> this is uh, this is for material, so we can buy all the all the gum, all the coffee, all the Gatorade, there you go. all the vending all the machines for Kevin yes. Cash. Exactly, we're doing upgrades okay. in the truck clubhouse <laughs> after we trade Kevin. New furniture, Very boys. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. There we go. Um, everybody gets an extra pair of sunglasses. Kevin Kiermeyer, we no longer have to supply two pairs of sunglasses for Kiermeyer. So here we go. Uh, round two. Oh, man, this is a good one. Joey yeah. Wendell, Randy Arozarena, Austin Meadows. Uh, keep, trade, cut. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, this one's tough. I will... I will trade Joey Wendell. Okay. Oh, crap. No. Yeah, I'm I doing it. Um, okay. okay. I'm going to. Oh. All right. What, what do you no, got? Wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, Joey. I love you. Cutting Joey Wendell. I'm trading Austin Meadows. I'm keeping Randy Rosarena. That's how high Abbott as well. And again, this is not a slight on Joey Wendell. I just don't think you would get the value that he is yes. worth Correct. in a trade. I think that's the yeah. problem. I keep Randy Rosarena, Austin Meadows. Everybody loves power. Sell high yes. right now. He's on a tear. Yes. Get what you can get. Maximize that. And call up Josh Lower, Vidal Brujan, something along those lines. So there we go with that. Round three, final round um, of keep, cut, trade. Tyler Glass now, Andrew Kittredge, or and or or and Rich Hill. Thank you, Ty, for making the last round the East. Keep Tyler say, Glass. Yeah. Keep, yeah, yeah, keep Tyler Glass now. Trade Rich Hill. Sorry, Paul Giamatti slash Andrew Kittredge. You're getting cut. That's how I have it. Exactly right there. Again, you can maximize some of the value with Rich Hill the way he's pitching. It's only a one-year deal. Relievers, let's be honest, a dime a dozen, Andrew Kittredge, arm history. Uh, if you're doing anything but keeping Tyler Glass now, we need to send you to a mental hospital. I think that's the way to put we it. Need to we, right we, now. we need to have a talk with you and maybe center you a little bit. What's going 100, on, pal? 100%. Again, great, great question from Ty McCann there. Uh, Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll be automatically entered to win $1 million. So right now, visit creditkarma.com slash money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Again, go to creditkarma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. Uh, no purchase necessary, exclusions and terms apply. See rules, banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated, member FDIC, maximum balance and transfer limits apply. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts 
from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and, uh, and then choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always, always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Again, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And remember to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses, this next uh, question or questions comes from. Chris Winston, I may have to put a limit on how many questions somebody can ask in a single mailbag episode, but these are two solid questions. So I will, <laughs> we will oblige here. Uh, the first one from, uh, from Chris, uh, what do the Rays do with Brasso? He looks lost at the plate a majority of the time. Do they send him down for a bit? Yeah, well, he's got options. So yeah. uh, uh, besides the obvious ego hits, that that will be for him to be sent down after pretty much being successful in 2019 and 2020. Uh, I, I don't see anything wrong with, with, with sending him down. Uh, the, the, the question obviously is who will come up for Brasso. And I think everybody and, and their mother will, will want to say either Vidal or Wander. Uh, so that, I think that's a pretty good um, uh, trade of, of, of spots uh, especially if they keep producing like they have been in AAA, I would say Vidal before Wander, obviously. Uh, but yeah, the ego boost will take a hit. That's okay. Yeah, this is a diff a very very difficult game to succeed in, and there's nothing wrong with going back to AAA to get some stuff sorted out. Look, if there's a guy who can take an ego hit, it's probably Mike Brasso, who doesn't really have much of an ego at all. And considering he was undrafted and signed for a thousand bucks, pretty much, and has worked his way all the way up, if he has to, um, you know, put his tail between his legs to go through a minor league assignment, I think he would absolutely be willing to do that. You know, in watching Brasso lately, it just seems like with two strikes, he's getting some breaky balls and whether it's inside, outside of the zone is just completely lost with those. And I also looked at some of his advanced numbers and uh, the launch angle is actually increased quite a bit from prior years. So maybe it's one of those Willie Adamas type things of I'm trying to really put the ball out of here. But at the same time, you look at his BABIP and maybe he's getting unlucky. Maybe teams and their advanced scouts are, have figured out how to play him well defensively. I mean, it seems like he's made some weak contact with the pop-ups and ground balls to the left side. And when he does hit a ball up the middle, sometimes there's a defender there. It wasn't too long ago where, you know, Marcus Simeon was playing him up the middle when the Rays played him in the Blue Jays series. So I think it's a combination of things and it's really tough. I mean, uh, you have a lot of things against you when you're a hitter at the major leagues, not to mention the lack of everyday playing time. That probably doesn't help matters as much. And we talk about how much Brandon no. Lau's struggling, but um, you know, if, if Brandon Lau, Brandon Lau is bringing more power to the table than Brasso, and he's also bringing a better glove. So you play Brandon Lau from that standpoint. So it's, it's really tough for what's going on 
right now for Brasso and you hope he's able to figure yeah. it out at some point or another too. Well, it's the plate discipline too for, 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 for Mikey. It's you look at his at bats and pitchers are attacking him up in a way in the zone. Yeah. And, and, and he used to be able to kind of, you know, take those for, for balls and he does sometimes, but it seems like he is like caught in between at times. And, and, I, I understand, you know, you can, you can talk about the umps and they have been kind of a little bit more awful than, than, than usual, I think, but everybody's getting the same ump. Okay. Or at least in that particular game, when you take a strike, that's not a strike or vice versa, uh, everybody else in that lineup is, is two. So you right. can't really fault on the ump excuse. And so the, 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 the plate, this really has to tighten up. And that's something that you can literally work at in AAA where the, the games might not mean as much as when you're playing, you know, the New York Yankees and the, and the, and the Red Sox. Yeah. And also maybe a little bit of pressing on his standpoint too, of, okay, this is, we see him, you know, having issues running the base paths at time where it's like you want to try so hard and then you end yeah. up being a detriment at some point as well with that. Okay. Second question from Chris, do you see the Rays making any more moves before the deadline for either more pitching or a bat rental? Stop having Lau at leadoff. I'd rather see a more patient hitter like Walls or Diaz in the leadoff spot. So there we go from Chris. I, I wouldn't be upset with not seeing Brendan Lau um, at the top of the lineup. I think he has right now no business being in, in the first five spots of the lineup. Honestly, if, if I were cash, I, I would bet yeah. him starting six. That's it. That's, that's as high as you go uh, up in a lineup and you are never hitting against lefties. Not anymore. I mean, that's something that I would do starting, you know, two weeks ago. That, that's, that's punto. Um, as, as far as getting big bats, let's not do this guys. Come on, no, Chris. No, nobody's now, he coming didn't, in He there. didn't say a big bat. He said a bat rental. That could be a small bat. I don't know a if he's bat rental. about Nelson we, Cruz. Or, exactly. Uh, That's exactly what it means. A Nelson okay. Cruz. Nelson Cruz is not coming in. The, and, and, and Trevor Story is not coming in there. Javi Baez is not coming up. Nobody that you know with a big name is coming. You know who is? Matheson. What was it? What's his name? Matheson. Yeah. Yes. That would that, probably be the guy that the Rays would call up if they sent down Brasso. Quite frankly. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, maybe uh, to yeah to not speed up the uh, arbitration clock there. Um, look, that's guys. I'm sorry. This is this is the market that we're in. This is the front office that we've chosen to root for. Uh, yeah. Like or not, nobody that you know their names of. If people have, let's let's put it this way. If fans of that particular team have his jersey more than three times when you go to a stadium, he's not going to the race. He's not going to the race. Yeah. That, that's that's the that's the bar. Okay. Maybe maybe Chris literally means a bat rental. Like the Rays need some wooden bats. They're short on bats, <laughs> so we need. Well, I I know the the the, the perfect place to go. It's a Louisville Slugger Museum. I have one right Louisville behind. Slugger me. Museum. Look at that. There we go. Look, you can you can sell that to the Rays. You can rent it to the Rays for a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> there we go. You can pay for that uh, that gambling deposit you're about yes, to make. Yes. Yeah, I would say this. I I would I would really doubt if there's a move as big as what they made with the Adamas deal. Uh, or let me put it like this. I don't see them acquiring a big name pitcher or a big name hitter. I see them making 
uh, a flurry of smaller moves like, oh, we traded this reliever to the just to open up spots for the guys that are going to be coming back or getting Look, called up. Like the your your trade is calling up Nick Anderson and Chaz right. Rowe and G-Man Choi and Luis Patino and Brent Honeywell and Chris Archer and Oliver Drake and the the myriad of other guys too that are in the minors or on rehab assignments right now. But again, just because they're not big names, that doesn't mean that it's not going to be a good trade, people. Just because right. it's, you know, nobody knew Nick Anderson, okay? Nobody knew Nick Anderson. And uh, unless you were a, a Brewers fan or a Pitching Ninja fan, you didn't know about JP Fire Rising either, okay? Right. But that, that but that's okay. Um, those trades can happen and probably will happen because, like you said, the trades that will be coming in the next month or two, they're just going to be opening up space in the 40 man and obviously the 26 man because you do need spots for all of those in the IL right now and all those young prospects that are in AAA. I do like his point about having Walls and or Diaz lead off on occasion. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I, dig I it. think that would be a good idea. Okay, Ulysses, you are our betting aficionado, our expert. You want to take the lead on the bet online ad? You can let's go for do it, it if you want. There Why we go. not? Let, let's before we jump into the third segment, let's talk about our friends at BetOnline. .ag. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Maybe if you want to bet on the race tomorrow, you could do that there. The baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and information on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NHL, NBA, and all your UFC, MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. I know that I am because apparently I am a betting man now. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as, tem- as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Remember, promo co- code is locked on. L-O-C-K. E-D-O-N. So head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Very good. And uh, I don't know if they have a futures bet for within the next five years for the race. I know you could put a, a futures bet on them winning the World Series this year. I don't know if I'd be willing to do that, but just something to consider there. Okay. uh, This next question from Sean Woodley, which AL East team scares you the most in the final a hundred ish games? And I assume uh, we cannot say the race. So it's got to be either the blue Jays, (laughs) the Orioles, the Yankees or the Red Sox. Okay. So let's take out the, the people from Baltimore. I like orange and black. I think it's really cool for uniforms, but not relevant to this conversation. So we're left with three teams. I do not, I am not, you can mark me on this people. It's mm-hmm. June 7th, 748 PM Eastern time. I still do not believe that the Red Sox pitching is for real. I do not. I, do I agree not think- with you because I, there's no way. There is no, no way that Martin Perez and Nick Pavetta and Garrett Richards and Nate Eovaldi are going to have like no. 3.2 year raise for the rest of this year. If they <laughs> do, then two. we need to, <laughs> we need to inspect their gloves. We need to inspect their hats, their hair, we their need socks, to call- their belts, everything. <laughs> we need to call Heim Bloom and tell him, Hey, 
what the hell, man? Uh, because, yeah, I just don't believe it. So, yeah, June 7th, I still do not believe in Red Sox pitching. So I then their bats are for real, for real, though, for the most. Yeah, part. no, and we and I think we've never actually doubted the bats. We've yeah. always spoken about how how good that offense is. So Yankees and Blue Jays, the Yankees are playing like just the angels of the East. Garbage, sloppy, yeah, just sloppy baseball. So we're left with the Toronto Blue Jays or the Buffalo Blue Jays or the former Dunedin Blue Jays, whichever one you want. Take your pick. That's a team that is still hanging on with very few pieces that they thought they had at the beginning of the season. That's remarkable, people. You know what's also remarkable? The fact that they haven't seen their own home stadium in over two years or at least two seasons. That's remarkable, too. They're still hanging on. I, I think they can, if they can get healthy, they can play the role of spoiler very nicely, very nicely. But... Um, again, they just got to get healthy. So in, in, in the last 100 games, I think they could be really scary. I agree. Wait till George Springer gets back. How effective he is. Kevin Biggio. Uh, they just promoted Alex Manoa, who looks to be pretty good. And here's the other thing, the blue Jays, what they could do is they have a top 10 farm system in baseball. I think it's number seven. So if they wanted to, and they wanted to make a big move here or there, they might pull the trigger. They've got a surplus of catching prospects that they might be able to part with one or more of those to get immediate help wherever that may be. Whereas the Red Sox, I I feel like it's sort of what they did or didn't do at the 2019 trade deadline where they just sort of stood pat. They like acquired one reliever. Hey, 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 don't talk crap about that great acquisition of Andrew Kashner. Come on. The fact that you got his name correct blows my mind. Because I was, I thought you were just going to say that reliever, but the fact that you said his first and last name, the guy how that could, looks how like how could you uh, forget? How could you know, forget the the great legend of Andrew Kashner and that trade uh, deadline acquisition that the perfect, Red Sox perfect cast for yes. uh, Beverly Hillbillies? Yes, uh, something along. What's that other uh, any, any redneck show? Uh, the Trailer would, Park would, Boys. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. perfect for yes. Trailer Park Boys for sure. Yes, but. The Red Sox and what Heim Bloom is doing, I, I quite frankly don't think they thought they'd be as good as they've been no. so far this year through the first 60 games. And their farm system, number 24, a lot of their quote-unquote star prospects are about a year or two away. So I don't see them wanting to – they're so close to getting these guys ready. Why for – you know, for all Why make a trade? Purposes, yeah. yeah, exactly. This – sort of like the Rays. Yeah, yeah coasting right now but also yeah. playing for 2022 2023 and beyond i mean heim bloom is a raised disciple so i think that's what they would do in that situation but yeah i would say and again blue jays very well could play spoiler it comes down to say there is a situation where the red sox uh and and the rays are fighting for it and, and the the rays have a, a tough series against the blue jays i mean we see how close the blue jays and the rays face off yeah i know that the, the Rays swept the Blue Jays and Dunedin, but historically, last couple of years, been a lot of back and forth between Kevin, these teams. At the end of the season in September, they actually face six times in that month yeah. of September. So, so, you know, if they're still hanging on, they can definitely play that role of spoilers. So if they get healthy, they're going to be a, t- a tough team to watch for sure in the AL East. And by the end of this year, 
I assume they're playing in Buffalo the rest of the season. You would think they would be really settled in to their right. quote unquote home ballpark instead of like, Oh, we're going to play in Dunedin for a couple of weeks. Now we're mo-. like, okay, we know this is our home. This we're going to have to make this our home for the stretch of the season. Okay. A final question for today. And again, we'll get to the rest of the mailbag questions on tomorrow's episode. And uh, there's still time. If you really want to get one in, uh, you can email us, tweet us, DM us, whatever you want to do there. Uh, this from Jake Stokes on Twitter. He says, with Brett Phillips playing well on defense, being captain clutch on offense, how hot is KK's seat right now? Factor in his contract and the outfielders in AAA as well. And with the league knowing all that, what is the return the Rays would get for him? Well, Jake, I think I answered your question earlier in the first segment when I, I, I talked about that bag of baseballs. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to trade Kevin Kiermaier by himself. That's number one. You have to, have to, have to, if you want something of actual value back mm-hmm. uh, and not just a lottery ticket, you're going to have to pair him up with somebody that has current value and has future value too. A Ryan Yarbrough, a Joe Ryan, a somebody like that, especially right. a pitching prospect, uh, unfortunately, uh, for the race, because, you know, the Rays are not going to go out there and and, and get the Charlie Mortons every time, you know, so yes. it's a shame, but you have to give something of value if you want something uh, like that back. So that's number one. Number two, is he on the hot seat? My goodness, I don't think he's ever been in a seat this hot. Right. Okay. I I think this is the hottest his seat has ever been. But having said that, I I feel like the Rays might be willing to just let the 2021 season go with KK. I agree. The the more I think about it, I think that's what they're looking at right now. Again, if it was, if the season was reversed and this team was 23 and 38, then I think they would be really yeah. shopping him. But right. the fact that they are doing so well, you know, sometimes not healthy, whatever, but that he is that that clubhouse guy. And what he look, there there yes. is something to be yes. said for um you Leadership. talk about well that and also uh, how much does Tyler Glass now love having Kevin Kiermeyer out hit, out there roaming yes. center field? The pitchers love having him rich Hill to say they don't love Brett Phillips and Manny Margot, but uh, there's a little bit of a safety net and a comfortability factor with, look, we know he's not going to be, he's not an offensive guy. That's just not, but I think they're not, I think it would be an off season thing, even if he continues to struggle offensively, which he's basically done the last however many years And, and pitchers love him, but guess who kind of fears him? The runners do. I mean, sometimes you, we might have seen time and time again how guys could have easily gone from second to home, but they might get the stop sign because it's Kevin Kiermaier in center field. Or, naively, they just roll him on through that, that third base and then they get caught at home plate because right. he has a cannon. So that also has, you know, that, that also makes your, your pitchers uh, love you too. So, look, I, I feel like, you mentioned his slumps and you mentioned his def- offensive woes, which we have kind of said, this has been his worst, I think, offensive uh, stretch for a long time uh, in, in his years as Ray. It's, it's, it's been pretty bad in 2021. Having said that, 
because of Marco and because of Phillips and like what Jake says, they're kind of playing well. Well, mm-hmm. now you can actually really pick your point, your, 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 your perfect spots for KK to play and for KK to succeed. And I really hope that they start doing that. That might mean a little bit less time of him on the field. And then yeah. you're thinking, oh, well, you're spending all that money. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're going to have to spend more money uh, that you don't want to for a guy that does bring you leadership riding the pine, but I think you have to start picking better spots for KK. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Now, the only thing that might change my mind, and again, if he was traded, I agree that the Rays, if they want to get anything in return of value, they would have to package him. Otherwise, it look, we know you got, you're the Rays. You're, you're trying to dump his contract. We get yeah. what you're trying to do. So we're not going to give knows. anything super of merit. But if there's a deal that could be worked, I mean, you look at the Giants right now, Mike Tockman going on the IL, mm-hmm. and they might need a center fielder if they really <gasps> want to pay play for this. Actually, no, Yastrzemski's on the IL. They're playing Tockman in center field. Don't. So the Giants might be a team out there, West Coast, NL, that might be a spot. For Don't it. you that's do this. a team that's willing to take on payroll. Just saying. Don't you do this to me because as a, uh, you know I have a soft spot always for Evan Longo. Okay, so having Longo, Scotty K, and KK Mm -hmm. in the same team, say that it ain't so, because I think I just find myself a National League team to root for a little bit. There we go. That's one situation. That's pretty cool. Yes. That's pretty cool. So I could see that happening. The race of old, the race of mid, and then the race of new. That's pretty awesome. Who would you rather have in center field? Talkman or Kevin Yes, come on. Let's be honest. I mean, the Mets... They just uh, they they traded for Cameron Mabin, who was in AAA with the Cubs because they needed a center fielder. The <laughs> right. Braves with the whole Azuna situation, and they've had center field issues this year already. Thinking Christian Pache was going to be the guy, turns out that he's probably going to need a little bit more seasoning in the minors or what have you. So that's that's a handful of teams right there that that might come calling it, and could give it, you something half decent. Who knows? Well, because you know what? At the end of the day, sometimes being a veteran in MLB will help you out, even if it is $10 million and $11 million, because yeah. people want to know what your production is like. And so if they've seen 10 years and then they know that your production is going to be around this, then they can bet on that. But look, Kellenic didn't just Kellenic get, get demoted right now for AAA. Yeah. It's, it's tough sometimes to just be a great prospect and just come through the door knocking it. Mike Trout didn't even do this. So for race fans that just want to see the young product, I get it. But uh, the, the, the issue is that even if you are really good, sometimes you can go on a Kellenic stretch yeah. and go for over 25 with 25 strikeouts. Okay. And again, that's the issue with calling guys up too quickly. Kellenic had played six games out of single a ball played six games in triple a and everybody was saying, Oh, it's a manipulation of, of salary. Mm-hmm. No, maybe he just hasn't played double A or triple A <laughs> yet in his career and missed an entire yes. year. Maybe he needs more seasoning <laughs> before he gets the call and we see what happens with that. So just throwing that out there. Okay. Again, great questions from everybody. We'll have more on tomorrow's show as well. That wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today and Locked on MLB podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.